Hi, this is Shweta Ravikumar Bhagwat from the Florence School of Regulation. I'm here with Lauren Sam from uh, PUC, which is the utility in seashells. Thank you for joining us, Lauren. Uh, hello, thank you for having me. Uh, well, uh, we are doing the series of podcasts uh, to uh, present the islands uh, uh, during our topic of the month uh, in uh, Florence. And we would like to understand a bit uh, about how the utility thinks in terms of the new age challenges uh, that the world is facing at large. And particularly in the case of the islands, uh, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. So I'll start with a very, very basic question. Uh, what do you think are the key challenges that PUC as a utility is facing today? Um, we're facing a few challenges. Uh, one of them is uh, um, in, um, limited uh, labor force in Seychelles. Uh, for example, we uh, we face uh, we find difficulties uh, getting sufficient uh, electrical engineers, uh, um, and uh, we to solve this uh, we we have some. Uh, Training programs. Uh, we work with uh, the Techno Technology College in Seychelles, the Seychelles Institute of Technology, uh, to train the people. So it's not not just engineers. There's also linesmen, uh, the technical staff, uh, the people who work on the lines, climb the poles. Um, so we try. The, one of the problems we face is the retention, uh, retaining the skilled staff. Um, so that's one of them. Um, the labor, the skills. Um, another one is uh, ma maintaining the network, uh, having uh, sufficient generation capacity. Uh, it's it's always increasing, uh, and to to meet the demand, we we continuously. It's an ongoing process. We have to have uh, sufficient generating capacity. We are uh, an island, so we're not interconnected with other countries. For example, like Europe, uh, they can interconnect, and that, that makes the networks more resilient. Yes. Uh, so for us, we need to have a higher uh, margin, a higher spinning reserve. Um, to in, in case of uh, any unforeseen eventualities. So for example, um, for the generators, like uh, we, we need... Uh, more generators than necessary. Uh, we go with the n n minus two principle, so an extra two generators. So, if if uh, we're undergoing maintenance on one of them, we still have a backup generator uh, for any emergencies. Um, for the network as well, um, it it's, a lot of it is overhead, and uh, um, at the moment we. We're having a, a project uh, to move the high voltage 33 kV. For us, it's high voltage 33 kV network uh, underground um, to to avoid it being damaged by the, any falling branches, uh, but also to have a backup, uh, a redundant loop also. So that we, there's two routes that supplies the south of the country. So that that will help to make the network more resilient. Uh, just to sort of follow on on the networks, uh, would you think about interconnecting some of the main islands and seashells in the near future, or each island on its own as a system? Um, PUC um, operates on three main islands, uh, Mai, Prale, and Ladzig. Uh, Prale and Ladzig, they are close enough. Uh, it's about 20 minutes by boat from Prale to Ladzig. They are close enough to be interconnected by undersea cables. 
Um, but from my between my and Pranle, the distance is much further. Uh, it's about one hour by boat. And uh, studies have been done. Uh, and uh, one of the outcomes is uh, it would we would uh, because you can produce all the electricity on my instead of on Pranle, uh It should be and with the scale, it should be more efficient. But then there's the risk also that the cable will be can be damaged between the two islands, and if that happens, then there's a a big problem that the island won't be able to be won't be supplied with electricity. So there's the risks that involved, and uh, um, so at the moment uh, we've we've done studies, but at the moment we're not we're not going down that route to interconnect okay. mining island. So it's reinforcing the grids that you already have. Yes. Okay. So uh, my next question is uh, the big issue with renewable energy. Pretty much everybody's moving towards this transition, like incorporating in renewable energy. Mm-hmm. So where does Seychell stand in terms of doing this, and what are the limitations in t- sort of mm-hmm. incorporating renewables into your system? Mm-hmm. Um, PUC is is preparing itself and preparing the country for this increase in renewable energy. Um, we're preparing the networks to be able to absorb uh, the renewable energy, and we're anticipating that the renewable energy will be injected from different areas, different points on the grid, uh, compared to at present. At present, it's all, it's all concentrated near the capital, Victoria, pretty much, and then it's uh, transmitted outwards to the uh, corners of the island. Um, with the renewable energy, uh, being introduced, we anticipate they'll be more distributed. So the network itself, uh, there has to be some changes uh, to allow uh, the different flow of energy. So the energy will flow in a different uh, manner to the way it's, now. it's uh, flowing now. Um, we're doing some studies that are undergoing right now um, to see how we can cope with this. Uh, one of them is a battery storage study with renewable energy being introduced we anticipate there'll be bigger uh, fluctuations uh, in the energy production. Um, but this is basically due to the weather, uh, variations, yeah, intermittency yes. in the weather. So we're looking at battery storage, uh, looking at uh, how much battery storage we need to reach the renewable energy targets, uh, where we're going to situate these battery systems, uh, where is the optimal locations, the optimal size, the optimal operation modes. Um, and the cost as well. So these are the things we're looking at. Um, with the incre- uh, reinforcing of the 33 KV network that I mentioned earlier also, um, this will allow us to absorb more electricity from renewable energy and transmit it to where it's needed, from where it's produced. Um, so there are quite a few things that PUC is uh, doing to prepare itself. And is PUC sort of anticipating electric vehicles integrating into the grid? Is V2G something that's on your uh, radar? Um, it's something we foresee will happen in the future, um, but uh, not not in the near term. Um, uh, it's uh, the I mean the government is trying to encourage renewable energy. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, electric vehicles. Um, but uh, at the moment, uh, it's a small number of electric vehicles, so it's not having a big effect on the network. Um, when, at the moment, we haven't started any studies to look at the effect of the electric vehicles on the network. 
um, there, there might be because uh, then we'll foresee there'll be the cars will be charged at uh, certain times, yeah. probably at night, which will change the load curve. Yeah, exactly. These these changes uh, probably will have an effect on the network, but um, at the moment uh, it's not one of the things we're looking at. Uh, we're looking at more first of all the introduction of more renewable energy, and then probably later on we'll look at the effect of the electric vehicles. So going back to renewables, uh, is there any particular scheme that PUC is using to promote uh, consumers to sort of switch to renewables? Um, it's not really through PUC, uh, but the PUC does uh, support the government and SEC with their schemes to encourage people to uh, use renewable energy. Um, the main one is uh, the rebate scheme. Um, where, where the government pays a certain uh, percentage of the installation cost of the solar panels on the roofs. Um, so that, that's the main, main scheme to encourage the people to, in, to have uh, renewable energy. And uh, I, I know when we were discussing previously, you said that resource mapping is something that's very crucial and that's uh, being undertaken in Seashells. Uh, some information that you'd like to share, especially in the case of renewables, it's very pertinent. Mm, okay. Um, uh, in the area of resource mapping, uh, there's uh, the Institute of Environmental Analytics. Um, in, with, it's associated with the University of Reading in the UK. Um, they've uh, helped us make a resource mapping tool. It's called Resat. Um, this tool, uh, first of all, they've, they've uh, used uh, satellite data to create uh, resource maps. So this is uh, wind, solar, OTEC, and wind energy. Uh, looking at the potential on around the islands of Mai, Pala, and Lazi. Um, so this helps us look at uh, where, where do we have the most, uh, where is the largest potential for these uh, different types of renewable energy. And uh, knowing that, we can, it helps us decide uh, where to place the different uh, renewable energy plants. Uh, for example, where is the best place to put uh, a wind farm? Where, where is the highest uh, wind, wind energy? So with... Um, so it can make uh, helps us make these kind of decisions, and um, I think it will be very useful for the future planning uh, for POC and also in general for Seychelles. I think on that note, uh, wish you all the luck with uh, integrating renewables and in planning. Mm -hmm. So I hope uh, we will hear more uh, from you in the coming months. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Shweta. Uh, thank you. <laughs>